tonight I'm going to be reading to you from Grandfather's Chair, A History for Youth by Nathaniel Hawthorne. Preface. In writing this ponderous tome, the author's desire has been to describe the eminent characters and remarkable events of our early annals in such a form and style that the young might make acquaintance with them of their own accord. For this purpose, while ostensibly relating the adventures of a chair, he has endeavored to keep a distinct and unbroken thread of authentic history. The chair is made to pass from one to another of those personages of whom he thought it most desirable for the young reader to have vivid and familiar ideas, and whose lives and actions would best enable him to give picturesque sketches of the times. There is certainly no method by which the shadowy outlines of departed men and women can be made to assume the hues of life more effectually than by connecting their images with the substantial and homely reality of a fireside chair. It causes us to feel at once that these characters of history had a private and familiar existence and were not wholly contained within that cold array of outward action which we are compelled to receive as the adequate representation of their lives. If this impression can be given, much is accomplished. Setting aside grandfather and his auditors and accepting the adventures of the chair which form the machinery of the work, nothing in the ensuing pages can be termed fictitious. The author, it is true, has sometimes assumed the license of filling up the outline of history with details for which he has none but imaginative authority, but which he hopes do not violate nor give a false coloring to the truth. He believes that, in this respect, his narrative will not be found to convey ideas and impressions of which the reader may hereafter find it necessary to purge his mind. The author's great doubt is whether he has succeeded in writing a book which will be readable by the class for whom he intends it, to make a lively and entertaining narrative for children with such unmalleable material as is presented by the somber, stern, and rigid characteristics of the Puritans and their descendants is quite as difficult an attempt as to manufacture delicate playthings out of granite rocks on which New England is founded. <laughs>